For Pacifica Radio, I'm Christina Onestead. As of today, the United States and Cuba have restored full diplomatic relations. Cuban officials formally inaugurated their embassy in Washington after Havana and the U.S. severed ties in 1961. Cuban Foreign Minister Bruno Rodriguez Padilla called for lifting of U.S. sanctions on Cuba and for the U.S. to return Guantanamo Bay. The U.S. still has a base and military prison there where it holds alleged terrorists. Meanwhile, the U.S. interest section in Havana is upgrading to embassy status and will fly its flag when Secretary of State John Kerry visits the communist country in August for a ceremony. Activists with Black Lives Matter disrupted a Democratic presidential debate between Bernie Sanders and Martin O'Malley Saturday in Phoenix, Arizona. Saturday marks the one-year anniversary of the police killing of African-American Eric Garner in New York. An online video of the action in Phoenix shows activists taking to the stage. Every single day, folks are dying. Not not being able to take another breath. We are in a state of emergency. We are in a state of emergency. And if you don't feel that emergency, you are not human. Former Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley responded to concerns of police killings. I believe that all departments should have civilian review boards. We implemented one and it works, but they have to be staffed, and it's not enough just to have a board. You have to give them the money to hire their own detectives so they can investigate whatever they want to investigate. O'Malley was later booed after he said black lives matter, white lives matter, all lives matter. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders said he advocated for civil rights for 50 years and supported community policing. We need fundamental reform in police departments all over this country. I was the mayor of the city of Burlington. And what we moved toward was community policing, where police officers are part of the community and not seen as an oppressive force. And we've got to do that as well. That was Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Thousands of people rallied at the South Carolina State House Saturday, where a Ku Klux Klan chapter and a group linked to the new Black Panther Party held overlapping demonstrations over state officials' decision to remove the Confederate flag last week from State House grounds. Here's a member of the KKK speaking to Vice News. Their video was posted online. We're in support of white race and Confederate flag. The video shows an item being hurled at one of the KKK members, although police sectioned off the two groups. Another video online shows a shaved-headed white man walking with a Confederate flag through the crowd of anti-racists where the Black Panther Party was rallying. Here's one of the speakers addressing the crowd. I believe the flag, but what they're telling you is the condition of their heart, the sickness, the racism. They're telling you the condition of their heart. Their heart is jaunted with white supremacy. And they feel that they should rule simply because they're white. Police report five people were arrested as protesters clashed. The U.N. Security Council endorsed the Iranian nuclear agreement today in exchange for lifting U.N. sanctions against the country. Here's U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Samantha Power addressing the council. Inspectors will have access to the entire supply chain that supports Iran's peaceful nuclear program, from mining and milling to conversion to enrichment to fuel manufacturing to nuclear reactors to spent fuel. 
If the terms of the deal are not followed, all sanctions that have been suspended can be snapped back into place. And if the United States or any other JCPOA participant believes that Iran is violating its commitments, we can trigger a process in the Security Council that will reinstate the U.N. sanctions. Although the U.S. and the U.N. have said Iran's nuclear program is aimed at creating an atomic bomb, Iran has long denied those allegations. The IAEA, International Atomic Energy Agency, has to verify Iran has taken measures outlined in the agreement before the U.N. lifts any sanctions. Greece began repayment of its debt to the tune of 2 billion euros owed to the IMF International Monetary Fund today. Banks also reopened after more than three weeks, but strict limits on cash withdrawals remain in place at 60 euros per day or 420 euros per week. Greece has implemented austerity measures in exchange for a $96 billion bailout to repay its European lenders. Those austerity measures include an increased sales tax on many basic goods from 13 percent to 23%. I'm Christina Onestead. You're listening to Sojourner Truth on Pacifica Radio.